Hello, and welcome to the Essential Wellness Podcast. I am Dr. Liz Wiggins, and I just wanted to share with you today something that I have been really ruminating on for the last couple of days, and that's this idea that our brains are actually really more simple than we give them credit for. I really feel like our brains are designed for two main purposes. The first one is to protect us from pain. And the second one is to pursue pleasure. So I want you to think about that for a second in context of your own life and the situations that you're going through and the thoughts that come to your mind about these situations. I believe that our brains are either trying to protect us from pain or help us pursue pleasure. And I think this can be both physical and emotional pain or pleasure. And when you think about what happens in our brain, when we are confronted with something that could give us pain, you can kind of see this in the fight or flight response, right? Where our brain goes ahead and releases chemicals like cortisol and noradrenaline and cachectamines to try to protect us to get us ready for whatever this danger is that we might be facing. A lot of research lately about, you know, just chronic stress and everything that we have gone through um, as a society in the last several years and how that has played out because our bodies have been flooded with cortisol to prepare us, to protect us from physical or emotional pain. And now with that, being in our bodies for so long, you know, the long-term effects of that, right? Now on the flip side, when our brain is trying to pursue pleasure, our brain will release chemicals um, like endorphins or serotonin or dopamine or oxytocin to help us um, feel that pleasure, to feel good. Um, and there's a lot of different things that happen in our world that actually produce those happy hormones or those happy chemicals. So I really think, like I said, that the, our brain is wired in this way to help protect us from pain or help us pursue pleasure. So when we encounter situations in our world, things happen in our brain that produce thoughts that are designed to either protect us or help us to feel that pleasure. And because of that, we have a chemical and emotional reaction to things, which results in our behaviors. So you can kind of see this chain of events of there's a circumstance. We have our brain automatically goes into these thoughts that are either like, this is good for us, or this is not good for us. And as a result, these emotions occur that influence our behavior up in the world. So let me give you an example of how this might play out, okay? Let's think about this in terms of a job. And let's say that you're working in an environment where your boss every day wants to have a list of what you produce that day, okay? And maybe you work with coworkers who like stand around and gossip about other people. And maybe the tasks that you're doing every day don't really align with the skills or experience that you have, right? So as a result, your brain is going, gosh, this doesn't feel good. Like this, I don't feel, or I don't think 
that I am being utilized well. I think that my boss is kind of a jerk in micromanaging me. I feel like my, I think that my coworkers are really immature um, and this work just isn't satisfying, right? And so our brain wants to protect us from that situation. And so it starts to send those hormones out in our body, which then results in us feeling frustrated or stressed or annoyed. And then maybe as a result of that, you start behaving in ways that kind of demonstrate that you're not happy in this job situation. So maybe that's, you just start coming in later um, or you're calling in sick a lot, or you're just not really producing well because you're stressed and you're annoyed and you're frustrated or, or maybe you um, engaging in the gossip with your, with your coworkers in order to protect yourself from being the one being out. Right. But at the end of the day, the behaviors that you're exhibiting aren't really who you want to be or how you want to show up in the world personally or professionally. Okay. So now let's think about this in the, the converse of this. So let's say you work in an environment where your boss is regularly praising people for their, the work that they do. Um, and your coworkers, they love to organize potlucks or do like, you know, secret, secret Santa, secret, you know, pal type things. They're planning fun outings. And with how you want to contribute to the greater good, right? So now this situation um, feels more pleasurable. And so your brain is thinking a lot more positive thoughts about it. Like, I really love my work family. We work in such a fun place. I really feel like I'm making a difference in the world. And because of that, your body's releasing these happy hormones and you feel excited to go to work. And like, you have a sense of belonging and contribution. And because of that, now your actions are a little different, right? Maybe you smile more, um, you engage more in some of the fun activities that are going on. You really want to help new employees feel welcome or um, letting people know this is a great place to work. And you actually end up volunteering to take on more tasks because this feels like a really positive environment. It feels safe. Your body and your brain don't think they have to protect you from, from the pain. They're actually pursuing the pleasure that this work environment brings. Um, so it's just interesting to kind of reflect on this differently. Think about that in terms of relationships that you're in. Is, are you trying to protect yourself from pain or are you open to pursuing pleasure in these relationships? Um, I think that in response to our body's desire to either protect us from pain or pursue pleasure, we often seek doing those things in healthy or unhealthy ways. So let's think about this again, right? If your brain is wired to protect you from pain, there are often unhealthy ways that we try to protect ourselves from pain. Let's think about this in terms of a relationship. When we feel jealous or abandoned or um, you know, circumstances are happening, let's say that the situation happens where your partner gets a text on their phone and immediately like grabs their phone and sticks it in their pocket. If your brain is trying to protect you from pain, you might start thinking, what is he hiding from me? Or who is she talking to? Or, you know, what are they doing 
that they don't want me to know, right? And then our emotional response to that could be jealousy, could be anger, um, could be fear, could be a lot of things. And in an unhealthy way, we might then lash out. Maybe we yell at our partner. Maybe we start sneaking around to see if we can figure out who they're talking to. Um, And we kind of act in ways that aren't really congruent with who we want to be, right? Because of that fear of that pain, um, we could also have here's a situation where our thoughts are telling us, gosh, it seems like something fishy is happening here. And we may have all of those same emotions around it, but we choose to behave in a way that feels healthier and more congruent. Um, maybe we just ask lovingly, like, why did you hide your phone real quick? Um, or it seemed like you put your phone away real, really quick. What's going on? Um, and we choose to trust and we choose to be open and we choose to communicate in what feels like a healthy manner um, in, in that situation, right? Think about, again, our brain's desire to pursue pleasure and how we can seek out pleasure in healthy and unhealthy ways as well. Um, and maybe healthy and unhealthy doesn't resonate with you. Maybe it's adaptive and maladaptive, you know, whatever, whatever seems to fit for you. Um, I like to think about it in terms of like congruent um, and incongruence is congruent with who I want to be and how I want to show up in the world. So if we're talking about this pursuit of pleasure, we know there are a lot of things in society that we could say could bring us pleasure, even somewhat temporarily, but aren't necessarily the healthiest. I think this is where a lot of addictions come in. This is where uh, maybe attention-seeking behaviors or risk-taking behaviors, um, pursuing relationships that aren't aligned with our values, those type of things may come into play because we're pursuing that pleasure, but we're pursuing it in an unhealthy way. Um, one way that comes to mind for me, and I, it seems silly to even say, but I'm just one of those people that I love coffee. I love a good cup of coffee. I um, have a favorite coffee shop. Anyone who knows me knows, you know, coffee is my love language, right? Well, going and getting a really delicious, you know, latte. I had this latte the other day that was a um, creme brulee latte. So they like caramelized the sugar on the top of it, right? Um, gosh, that brought me like this momentary like pleasure, this pursuit of pleasure um, from a lot of different senses, but it was temporary, right? As the sugar and the caffeine wore off, um, that pleasure went away. And so some people would say, you know, maybe that's an unhealthy pursuit of pleasure um, because it is temporary. We also know that there's negative effects of sugar and caffeine and different things on our bodies, right? Um, So it could be considered an pleasure. But then we can also think about things that are healthy and sustaining uh, feelings of pleasure. So when we think about cortisol and serotonin and dopamine um, and wanting those hormones to be sort of regulated, like crashing healthy foods. We can think about connecting with loved ones, laughing, those things, um, maybe a a healthier pursuit of pleasure than a short-term shot of pleasure that may end up being addictive or cause other um, 
other pain in our life and in other areas, right? So thinking about the fact that our brains are, our brains are wired to protect us from pain and to pursue pleasure and that we all do things in healthy and unhealthy congruent and incongruent ways to protect from pain and to pursue pleasure. My goal in that is that maybe it frees us from the shame and judgment that we often have around our behaviors and our feelings and our thoughts when we realize that our brain is really just trying to do its job, right? So instead of beating ourselves up when we act in a way that's not congruent with who we want to be, or when we think something that feels really irrational, or when we have these really strong emotions and we're not sure why, um, instead just being able to acknowledge and say, okay, I see what you're doing here. You're trying to protect me from pain but I don't like the road you're going down to do that brain. I see what you're doing. You're trying to pursue pleasure because there's something in this that really feels good, but it's not healthy for us. And so I'm going to take it from here. I'm going to find something else that feels pleasurable. That does feel more congruent with who I want to be and how I want to show up in the world. To me, that frees us a lot to just be able to accept what is and understand why we are the way that we are without judgment and condemnation. Now, obviously I put this in pretty simplistic terms, but the reality is that a lot of situations in our life have a combination of both wanting to protect us from pain and pursuing pleasure. They're not always just one or the other. I think it's a continuum and that's when the struggle comes in because those situations that have a little bit of that uh, protection from pain and that pursuit of pleasure. And then we're also behaving in ways that sometimes are healthy and sometimes are unhealthy is a lot harder to be able to like dissect all of that and say, okay, brain, I can take it from here. Um, But we can dive deeper into some of those other topics in later podcasts. Just wanted to share a few thoughts today and hopefully some of this resonated with you. If you want to connect more around this topic, I would love to connect with you. You can reach out to me on social media or at essentialwellnesscounseling.com.